Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Winter Work Podcast. You're with your host, Julian Leahy. And today I'm joined by the fantastic Alastair McDermott from the west coast of Ireland in a place called Sligo. And you can have a look on the screen there if you are on YouTube and it looks very beautiful. Welcome to the show, Alastair. Julian, thanks for having me. And uh, today we're going to talk about building authority. And Alastair's done a lot of work on this. And um, I think this is fantastic because this is the thing where people are kind of spinning their wheels. They're not. They're wondering why they're not getting anywhere. And um, Alistair has mapped out uh, a process to authority and, and what you can expect at the different stages of authority and why bother with building authority. Uh, tell us um, why people need to know about building authority, Alistair. Well, I, I found this when I was trying to help my clients because I, I was uh, I, I was an online marketing consultant to web web. Uh, web consultants, and I was helping my clients who were local businesses who sold clothes, e-commerce. Um, they sold a lot of consumer stuff, and I was able to help them get great results with online marketing, with Facebook ads and and Google ads and, and things like that. But I was very frustrated because those same techniques were not working for me in my kind of expertise-based business. And I couldn't understand why I was able to make it work for my clients, but not for myself. And it was it was hugely frustrating. Um, at the same time, I was trying to do things like um, plan a podcast. I was trying to write blog posts. And I realized that, you know, I was having a lot of difficulty, even though I loved writing and I, I loved podcasts and podcasting. Um, I was having a lot of difficulty in actually creating the content. Um, it, it seemed really bland. And so I, I realized, you know, that there were some problems here. And, and one of those problems was that I wasn't niched down uh, anywhere near enough. I wasn't specialized. I was trying to create this content um, I, I had at the time. Um, I had such a broad range of clients. Um, one of my clients was a mining company. Another was uh, so with trucks and quarries and things like that. Another client was a dentist. Another client was a retirement planning organization. Another client was a, a magician for a children's birthday parties. Another client was, was these e-commerce stores. And so I was kind of spread way too thin and I was trying to create this content. But you can't become an authority um, when you are so kind of broadly spread out and, and that was that was my first kind of insight into hey i need to niche down and specialize and kind of figuring that part out unlocked a lot of the rest of it for me awesome and um tell us about you had this uh, graphic that you showed me before do you want to bring that up on the on the screen and it, it shows the journey to authority and i thought that was really quite powerful and uh, let me just put that on. Uh, sorry to everyone listening, yeah. but um, take us yes. through what we've got here. Yeah, so so um, this is what I, I call the journey to authority. And, and for anybody who um, is listening, it, it's it's a it's a graphic with with this person going through four stages, and everybody starts out as a novice of some kind. So we're, we all start where we we are are inexperienced. You know, you might be really really smart, but you don't have a lot of experience. And so when you start out, one of the most important things to do is to have this winding path where you get this broad experience. So you get to um, figure out what you like doing, what you're good at. And so I have this winding road going from novice to where uh, you become this expert. And at this point, most people are these generalist experts. And um, they, they do have a, a bit of a niche, like we, like we have an area where, you know, we, we could say, you know, hey, we're, I'm a marketer or you know, um, I'm a web designer or something like that. But it's it's not really that niche down. You might say, you know, I'm, I'm a management consultant, but you don't really have any kind of um, deep uh, specialization in any way. And so when you get to be a generalist, 
Um, quite often you have very low visibility, but you're very, very good at what you do. And an awful lot of people are in this place, and, and I call them invisible experts. And so you get most of your uh, business through word of mouth and through referrals and networking. So you're not getting, uh, you don't have external visibility, so you don't get a lot of inbound leads or any inbound leads because people don't really see you. Um, so it's only through those, those networking and word of mouth connections that you actually get business. And most people actually choose to stay here. So I, I did, did a research project where I surveyed over a thousand consultants in, in the business management consulting field. And most consultants actually stay there. They, they stay as a generalist. And what they do is they get better at doing referrals. But there is another path, which is to go on and become a recognized authority in your field. Now, the advantage of doing that is that you start to get more inbound leads. So you start to get people coming to you um, and seeing your, you know, because you've got this this higher visibility, you're recognized as an authority. Um, and so people know who you are um, and actually they come pre-sold. It's, it's much easier to work with them because you know, sometimes when you get a referral, uh, it's it's a kind of a weak referral. You still have to, you know, you almost have to pitch the person. Um, you don't have to do that when you get these inbound leads as an authority. Um, you're able to charge a premium. You can even do things like if you get enough inbound leads, you, you build your authority enough, you can actually change your business model to become um, kind of more um, more IP based where, you're, you know, you're creating courses and, and things like that. So you can work at a bigger scale. So there's loads of things that you can do uh, when you become an authority. But the, the key part is that phrase, the recognized authority in their field. So the in their field part, there's no such thing as an authority who's a complete generalist. Every authority who has become an authority ha has gone through a process of specializing and niching down. And I know that it might seem like there are some exceptions to that. But if you dig down into those exceptions, you'll find out that they actually started out by specializing in something. And, and that's the really hard part is the specialization part because when you decide to specialize and niche down you have to choose something and you're turning away everything else and that really scares the crap out of people it, it's just it's terrifying it does Alistair yeah. and um but people need to understand that um if you try to please everybody you end up pleasing nobody and the other one is that when you really stand out and really uh call out to your particular people and even uh push other people away sometimes, push the wrong people away. It really um, galvanizes you with the people you are calling out to. So um, you don't have to worry about being off offensive or being too opinionated or, mm -hmm. or being Absolutely. too highly specialized. Um, you know, and so many people that are solopreneurs, uh, are like what you said, they're in that stage where they are getting referrals and that's how their whole business runs and they are feeling probably... They just don't know how to sort of scale up. And really, this is the answer, isn't it, is to go on this journey to becoming an authority. Um, bring, can you bring up the other um, graphic that you had that showed the stages to authority? Yeah, sure. So so this is what I call it the authority maturity model. And, and this is based on uh, a lot of research and a lot of conversations with people who are experts in this field. And I'm just trying to map out um, what, what the different stages are and, and kind of put, put down some information about each of those. And so what I've got here is I've got, um, for, for anybody just listening to this, I've got a, a four-stage um, graph or chart here, um, four different columns with, with five rows. And so it goes from novice to generalist to specialist to, to authority. And, and it's just for each stage, there's a, a step that you, can, that you can take, an action that you can take that will bring you to the next level. 
So when you're a novice, getting more experience is what is what's going to take you up to being that generalist expert. And when you're a generalist, the next step is to niche down, is to specialize. And that will take you to the next stage of being a specialist. Now, at that point, you're not an authority, but um, there are a lot of advantages to just becoming a specialist. And, and we can talk about those if we, if we have time. Um, and if once you get to being a specialist, the next step to, to actually building your authority is, is about developing the expertise and also the visibility. So um, it's about publishing and speaking and doing things like this. Podcasting like this is a perfect example. Um, and, and doing some research, like some small scale research can really help here because it can help you to um, to figure out those patterns and can help you to um, j just have a, have a greater understanding, a much deeper uh, level of expertise than somebody who's a generalist who kind of dabbles in your speciality. Awesome. Yeah. And um, and what was the next thing you were going to talk about if you had time? The um... Yeah. So most people who I'm talking to, um, and maybe a lot of people listening to this, they're already at that generalist expert stage, that invisible expert. And so um, the next step for them, before they can become an authority, the next step is just niching down and becoming a specialist. And so some people... You know, there, there, there's a lot of fears around that specialization step. Um, you know, I'm going to pick, um, I might pick the wrong thing or I'm going to get bored. Um, you know, there's, um, you know, or just the, just the, the, the sheer terror of, okay, I'm going to say that I only do this one thing now. Um, do I have to, you know, do I have to divorce all my existing clients? Um, what if I put this on my website and my existing clients see it? You know, there's lots of fears around that specialization step. But um, well, actually, the, the, the thing to bear in mind is there's so many benefits in taking that, in, in all the things that, that, that you can get from, from niching down. Um, so first of all, you can actually become an authority uh, and get those inbound leads. And uh, you just can't, you can't do that uh, if you don't take that specialization step. Uh, you also get to partner with people um, in, a, in a much bigger way. Um, one, of the, one of the problems with being a generalist is that when you do everything and, and for everybody, then uh, all of your every everybody who works in your field is a competitor. Uh, whereas when you niche down, you can actually start to partner with people, and uh, you can say, well, you know what, I don't do do that, but you know, you can work with 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 John over here or or Mary here, and, and they specialize in, in this area, and so you can do these kind of collaborations. Um, you can start to do much more um, content marketing because you're actually. Um, you're able to start a podcast or a blog that's actually effective um, because you now have somebody specific who you're speaking to about a specific problem. And so you get all these huge benefits. There are other benefits then with, with specializing, which are um, these kind of, um, you're working on the same types of project over and over again. And so you, you can start to um, get much more efficient about how you work. Your projects become more profitable. You just become better known. Um, already you start to develop that visibility so yeah i think there's some huge benefits in doing that absolutely you know and the this the scalability factor it's just so it all just gets out of control in a good way um if, if you get to that point where you're an authority and people are seeking you out um you know and then you know if you want to do your marketing on top of that paid ads it's just everything's just much easier isn't it yeah, and you can do things like, you know, you can start to use uh, paid ads into content. And that, that, that becomes a very interesting way to promote yourself because you're not sending somebody uh, cold to a sales pitch for something. Um, you're sending them to some content 
it could be gated content or ungated content, but you know, you're, you're sending them to something th that demonstrates your expertise, that builds your authority. And it's just, it, there's a whole, there's a, it's a whole different um, mindset, you know, and it, it is uh, like the one thing about it is it is a long game, you know, um, and it, one of the things that you need to do before you can make a, a, a good specialization decision is you need to get yourself into a place where you are not in, in, a scarcity mindset where you're not in a scarcity men mentality. Um, so what I mean by that is um, if you are at the point where you are still concerned about your bills, um, you know, you're still concerned about making money, that that will usually, from, from the people who I've, I've talked to, that will usually cause you to be um, uh, overly reticent in, in your decision to specialize and, and usually you don't go far enough. Uh, people tend to err on the side of not niching down enough rather than niching down too much. Um, I don't think I've ever met anybody who's niched down um, too much, who's, who's, who's gone too specialized. Um, what I have done is I've, I've met a couple of people and spoken with a couple of people who picked the wrong thing first. Um, and all they did was they realized it was wrong and they just picked a different specialization and started working with that, found, found one that they loved and then continued on down that road. And that wasn't a problem for them. So there are these various different um, problems. And I actually have a free audio course, a free podcast called Specialization Podcast, where I've just recorded um, you know, some tips and thoughts on this. Um, but because this was something that I found really difficult myself, it took me a long time to realize that I needed to specialize, that this was going to be um, something that was important. And, and actually, it was the key to unlocking um you know it was the key to to so much you know more free time more flexibility uh charging more money um you know being able to uh command a premium in, in terms of fees um you can only do that you know when when you're recognized if, if you're being invited to to keynote or you've got a best-selling book you know it's so much easier to charge premium fees than um if you're you know if, if you're relatively unknown so yeah it, it, it unlocks so much for you Alistair, can you give me a quick sort of case study of somebody that you've worked with who was a generalist and um, and then how you helped them specialise and what did they specialise in? Yeah, sure. So um, I'll give you an example of, of a web designer and they were, um, they, they were just a generalist web designer. And uh, so what they did was they... Um, they picked their their best uh, their best clients. So I don't I don't want to say their real name. So I'm just going to call it call them John if that's okay. Um, so uh, John basically what we did was we went through um, an analysis of who were all of the clients who you've worked with in the past five years, um, ranked them by project um, value, ranked them uh, and also so we, we put a, a spreadsheet together. Um, which were the um, the projects you liked working on the most? which clients get, had the most respect for you. And so we, we charted it out and we, we categorized them. And so what, what we found was that un, unlike me, um, he actually loved working with e-commerce businesses. And in particular, he loved working with e-commerce businesses who had a connection with sports. And so what he what he did was he started to, to uh, specialize. And actually he specialized, um, there's different types of specialization. There is Horizontal specialization, vertical specialization, and platform specialization are the major types of specialization. And um, so horizontal is where you pick one problem. Um, vertical is where you pick an industry. And platform is where you pick a platform or a tool to work in. And so you can have a combination of all of those. Um, I think that it's it's really great idea to have a vertical 
uh, element to the, to the specialization. Um, there are some huge benefits in doing that. So that's where you say that you work in a particular industry. Um, so uh, what John actually did was he picked uh, Shopify um, as a platform, which was an e-commerce uh, website platform. And so he specialized in working with sports brands, um, sports uh, retailers um, who wanted Shopify websites. And so he picked the, the specialization of the industry of being the sports industry, um, sports retailers, which is a bit, bit more niche down. And then um, specifically, he wanted to use Shopify. And that was the, the platform that he, he uh, used and, and knows really well. Um, and so um, because he, he um, was one of the very few people who specialized in that, I don't think there's anybody else out there, um, he now dominates in that area. So uh, if you look up, uh, if you look up um, Google, you'll find you know blog posts, articles, and um, it's very easy to dominate because you're you, you become you can become if you if you niche down enough, you can genuinely become the best in the world at that one thing because you've picked a narrow enough niche, and I think that's the um, that's the key is is um, you you pick a, a you you pick a tight enough niche you 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 pick something that you're really interested and passionate about. And that will, um, you know, that will just give you, um, it just opens up so much to you. So that that's one example. Um, there's a couple of things I mentioned there. I just want to uh, briefly uh, talk about uh, the different types of specializations. I think it's important. Um, the thing about horizontal is it's it's the kind of the default mode that people go to. So they they special they specialize down they niche down in one problem. Um, so they they might you know niche down in um. Uh, like search engine optimization or something like that. So that's that's like still quite broad, but it's focusing on this problem of of getting more traffic to your website. Um, or you could say you 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 niche down in email marketing, for example. Um, or it could be change management. Um, you know, for for consultants. Um, that that's the kind of horizontal specialization. If you look at vertical specialization, which is where you actually pick an industry, there are some huge advantages. I think it's actually like a silver bullet. Um, when you pick a vertical to specialize in, what happens is, first of all, um, each vertical usually has, um, like e each industry usually has its own industry terminology that you can that you can learn about. Um, but also, once you start to work within an industry, um, your clients tend to congregate. So they tend to have industry uh, trade shows and conferences. They tend to have trade journals and trade magazines, um, and they tend to know each other. Um, they also have um, industry associations that you can join, that you can become an associate member of, for example. And so if you pick a vertical, uh, there are some huge advantages to it. Uh, platform is an interesting one because there are pros and cons to platform. Um, and so one, one pro of a platform is if you can get in early at the start of a platform, when, when it's just being developed, um, the people who own the platform will see you as one of the first people one of the first service providers working with their platform and they will tend to promote you a lot um, and you'll be early as well so they won't, you won't have as much competition um, what can happen though is one of two things can happen either the platform will will grow or it'll die off and if it dies off obviously you you know you just have to start again that's just unfortunate and um, if it grows um, usually as platforms grow and become more successful they commoditize over time more suppliers come in and so that will tend to dilute the benefit of, of you being first. And as well as that, you won't get as much benefit then as from the platform owner because they won't be promoting you as much because there'll be more people involved. So platform is interesting. It can work if you get in right at the start. But I, I, I think that, you know, you, you got to be careful about that as well. Um, 
so for me, a, a combination of vertical and horizontal is is really ideal. Where where you say I I I solve this problem for this industry, and if you niche down on that, I think it's um that that's a really great way to go. Awesome, Alice. So for all you solopreneurs out there, um, I think there are just so many of you that <clears throat> need to niche down. Um, how do people speak to you, Alistair? Do you have a uh, strategy call? Yeah, sure. So I, um, if they're interested, the first thing is go check out, I have some load of free resources. So I have an interview-based uh, podcast called The Recognized Authority, which is helping people to build their authority. And I also have a free uh, evergreen email, uh, sorry, evergreen um, podcast called uh, The Specialization Podcast. And if you just put in, like if you just put in specialization into your uh, podcast app, you'd be able to find that. That's I think there's eight or ten episodes, something like that. And it's it's just it's just like an audio course. You know, you can just listen to it. It's um and and that will talk take you through um you know the process of specialization. And you know if 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 people um want to work with me after uh, after listening to those, um just get in touch. Uh, every every single podcast episode has a link in the show notes. So yeah. Awesome, Alistair. That's really really good info. Um, I love it when um. You know, people come on and things, they make me look at things and think about things and I'm thinking about myself and uh, really helpful information. So uh, thanks for coming on, Alistair, and uh, thanks for watching and listening, everyone. That was a great episode and I'll see you thanks very soon. You.